is a collection of self-anointed sports nerds talking about happenings in the sports world. Although our show is intended to be comedic and formative in nature, there may be some cuss words because that's how humans in the real world talk. But with that said, the opinions expressed on this show do not serve in any way to demean or dismiss the right to the beliefs our audience or anyone on our panel may have. Now get ready to take it all in, as the countdown to crazy begins now. Three, two, one, go. Welcome, sports people, to another jam-packed episode of the Sunday Night Sports Nerd Show. My name is Big E, and for the next 60 minutes, Scott and his co-host, also known as the Ram Pack, will bring all the smoke they got in order to set this show and all of Sports Nerd Nation on fire. So sit back and lock in nation as I set this episode off by introducing you to the founder, the host, and the star of the Sports Nerd Show, Scott the Sports Nerd Wright. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sports Nerds. We are live and in charge. Uh, a week removed from the Super Bowl. It is um, good to see my co-host, Mr. John G. Olson, Mr. Elliot Big E. Lamba, hey, Anthony, and Mr. Wayne Lynch, and of course, as always, Mr. 40 years of sports journalism, Mr. Ken Coslo. Um, tonight, we will discuss plenty of things going on um and especially to recap what happened last sunday let's get into it in, uh, in case we've forgotten right first of all <laughs> congratulations to the kansas city chiefs and their dynasty thank you to the referees for creating that dynasty um really really and, yes really Really? Um, like, okay, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Because me and Ken and yeah. you shouldn't have had a vested interest in this. Wayne and Elliot are obviously going to say yeah. But I, Ken, did you find yes. anything wrong with the refereeing? I thought it was, um, they both missed a, a, a penalty on Kansas City, but they both missed one on San Francisco too. So it, uh, it was crappy both ways i think i <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that was just that was just something i put out well, i want to get them fired up wayne. i want to hear i want to hear elliot and wayne now yeah i'm gonna jump in started, and just say that the last three super bowls that the chiefs have been in no, no. holding penalties no. the no last three that they, the last three that the, the three that they won no one no penalties. holding penalties and they and led they the league. Lead. They led the league this year in holding penalties. <laughs> How does that happen? How does miraculously the line that leads the league in holding penalties not get one in the Super Bowl? When there's obvious evidence that they practically tackled our defensive linemen all day long. Not to mention on the touchdown, uh, there was a legal man downfield. But, you know, uh, that one. If but it never should have gotten that far. It. Agreed. Agreed. One hundred percent. Okay. But before I say anything, I just want to offer my condolences to all the folks in Kansas City that were involved in that shooting. Exactly. And I want to give a thumbs yeah. up to Taylor Swift for donating a hundred thousand dollars to the girl that died. Correct. In that particular shooting. That was very kind of her. And that's I the last thing I have to say. <laughs> that whole incident unnecessary. <laughs> Look, let me 
Let me ask you something right quick. This is this is a. Uh, I heard this on the radio this morning. Do you think this will curtail the amount of uh, post celebration parades that we have now? I think so. I, mean, I don't think it has before. We've had deaths in um, uh, celebration parades before. It hasn't right. affected it before, but um, they're gonna have. I'm, to I'm wondering. It. It's an invitation for mass murder, is what it is. Well, yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, humanity, you know, if they keep doing it, it just goes to show you how fucked up our society is. Agreed. Well, you can celebrate, let's say, in an arena. Yeah. Instead yeah. of a parade, have a celebration yeah. inside of a yeah, room we could do, where you security could do will check everyone and make sure that right that everything's that, above board. You could do it at Arrowhead, and you can have security check everybody to make sure they're not carrying weapons. Well, in, wide in, open, right? wide out in the open like that. Yeah, it was two yeah. punk ass teenagers. Yes, yeah. and it had nothing to do with the parade. It was something nothing to do with the parade. No. They were just trying to fit, sow their oats and 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 and, and shot at each other. You know what I'm saying? But what's scary about that, Elliot, is the fact that they're bringing these guns to the parade, which is wide open. And yes. these players were very interactive with the fans there along the parade route. Okay? The scary part is who's to prevent someone who's carrying to go up into the front of the line and start shooting their fucking gun? Mm hmm. The only thing I Ooh. prayed for. Is that the guys that shot the weren't wearing any 49ers gear? Well, come on, Elliot. <laughs> I'm serious because that kind of shit could happen. Well, yeah. but but it was discovered after the fact that it had nothing to do with the. It brain. was an argument between two punks, and they decided mm -hmm. to, you know, go go gun happy over it. This is this is this is a fun discussion because I remember growing up, um, like guns were around. They were yeah. around. Yeah. But mm -hmm. now it seems like if you look at someone the wrong way, someone would rather spend 25 years to life in jail than look bad in yeah. front of their friends. Remember when we none used these, to use these to settle our, our differences? None of these kids mm -hmm. have ever got punched in the face and got up again and tried to swing. And that's, I mean. But John, that's the culture in this in, in this country. In this, that's in this the culture. <laughs> In this you know, environment, that's how it goes. You know, I mean, it's it's I mean, it's, it's something that we've talked about in in excess on this show for the last in, five to six years. In, as in far this, as gun laws in this country, in this society, the mentality is you have a right to your own opinion as long as it matches up with mine. Correct. Right. Yes. If it doesn't, then you don't have the right to an opinion. Correct. And that's how that works. And that's it's been sewn man. into the fabric of this country and pretty much around the world by the people that run things that are appointed mm -hmm. to offices and then take it upon themselves, okay, to not represent the people, but their own tribe and their own colors, right. you know, things of that nature. Agreed. So it is what it is. Like I said, they need to have it. If they're going to have a celebration, they need to have it in a more contained environment. Right. Where you can yep. monitor you people. Do you do that and you trim your uh, audience by about a mm, quarter. Well, yeah. Three but, quarters. but you know what? 
okay, but that's a trade-off between that and possible death. Right. Today, uh, uh, some kids are without their mother. Yes. Okay. It, was a radio personality. it doesn't matter yes, how much money. Me. It doesn't matter like how much money they get. It ain't gonna bring their mother back. No. And they're gonna have to grow up without her. A single mom on top of all that. But on top of that, nine kids got shot. Was it nine or eleven kids got shot? Under yeah. sixteen, it was more than half of them. More than half, half, yeah. Them. Yeah, more than there half. Were the 20, were Twenty-two altogether. And yeah. Half of them were kids. Yeah, they arrested two juveniles. Yeah. Right. You know, and supposedly it was just an argument with somebody else that they were talking to or whatever was going on. It was stupid. And two spectators tackled those guys and held them until the cops. They're heroes. They're heroes. Mm -hmm. They're the heroes in this whole scenario. But yeah, hand. I mean, and and Patrick uh, Mahomes also dedicated and submit and and put fifty thousand dollars for two different two different victims as far as it, with, with the with the shootings. Um, he went to the hospital and visited, and visited the, kids the kids that were shot along with his right. wife. Um, and hats off again, to Taylor Swift. She donated to to the family of the deceased one hundred thousand dollars to that family. I in no way and nobody in any way can argue that at the core, despite how we feel about them as fans. Yes. Okay, these people are good people. Yeah. They are. I mean, Taylor's always been this way. As much as you know, I don't know a lick of her music, and I don't care about her music. It's not my <laughs> type of music. But I cannot ignore the fact that she is a great humanitarian. She treats us her she treat treats her employees she well. Is. She is. Okay. Yeah. And oh. she I mean she puts she donates to food banks in every city she goes into to make a concert. So you know what? She's I made my awesome. I made my niece More take power her, to her I made my niece take her era's tour for uh wall thing off her wall while I was there (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't feel like looking at Taylor Swift (laughs) and then once she made the donation I told her put it back on the wall (laughs) right right okay this has only been reported by TMZ and I so that Lynn showed you the credibility possibly but they're saying the Chiefs Chiefs went and partied after the parade oh they did after all this was going on I didn't see T, not just not TMC saying that. There's quite yeah. a few outlets that have said that. Mm-hmm. Hey, what, hey yeah. dude, T, TMZ is not like this bad. Like they break news, man. They're yeah, not that they I heard Kobe Bryant's death through TMZ before anyone else. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. broke it. Yep. If yeah. TMZ it's reports it, it's legitimate. Ninety-nine mm-hmm. yeah. percent of the time, if TMZ reports it. It is absolutely yeah, I'm with you on that one. Now, now if, if if John and, and Scott report it, then you know, t- definitely take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, we, don't, yeah. we don't have insider information, guys, so don't follow oh, us. Dude, I got, I, I, come on. Like, like Robert, Robert Goodell's like speed dial for me, man. Uh let's let's get back to the game. Let me just say these things right here. Outside of the fact of, of Shanahan not doing the right thing with the coin toss in overtime. Kyle Boone. The black the block field goal, the muff punt, and the fact they failed to, to, to score off a Kansas City turnover were more important factors in that game than 
the coin toss decision. Allow me to step in. Go ahead. All right. So, look, supposedly Kyle Shanahan is this offensive genius guru. Right. Okay. Um, and we only scored 22 points in four quarters plus. Right. All right. I think what what started the game out for us right? We were running the ball. Right. We were running, we were running all over mm-hmm. Kansas City. McCaffrey had a great game, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. He got that fumble on the first possession. Yep. Okay, which he's kicking his own ass about that. McCaffrey Still. never fumbles the ball, which surprised no. the hell out of me. Yeah. And so anyway, they went down, they, they got a field goal. Right? Yep. Um, we came back and tied it with a field goal. Then we got that touchdown on what later was controversial because there was an ineligible man downfield. Um, So, anyway, we're there 10-3. We didn't get to put up any more points in that first half. But now, here comes the second half. We get an interception off of Patrick Mahomes. Right. All right. Kyle Shanahan proceeds to run the next three series – he, he he proceeds to go to the pass nine straight times for mm-hmm. three three and outs. Had he continued to run the ball the way they were in the first half, it would have been a totally different scenario. But isn't it standard for Kyle Shanahan to get a double-digit lead and then yeah. start going away from the game plan yeah. that got him there? Yes. Go back because to, he did it again. Go back to feel that one, Tom Brady. <laughs> go back to twenty-eight to three. Go back to the last game. The last. Go back to twenty played. to ten with six minutes to go. Yes. In Super Bowl fifty-four. Yes. Okay, and go back to a ten-three lead. Now we got a ten-three lead. We just turned over Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs' defense was struggling to stop the run. Right. And yet he wants to throw the ball for three straight series, three and outs. That in itself, we had all we needed to put do is put our foot on the throats of Kansas City at that point because Kansas mm-hmm. City's offense was struggling. Okay, and their defense wasn't able to deal with McCaffrey and the motion that the San Francisco 49ers were putting on them. Right. Okay. In the end, then you got the blocked extra point, which you guys know how I feel about Jake Moody. I've criticized him all year. He cost us that game in Cleveland. Go Browns. He caught. During the regular season. That, that missed extra points. Okay. What kept it? He killed me in fantasy in one game him. by missing a field goal. He kicks that ball too low is the problem. Is that what you're he saying, Elliot? Yeah. Too low. yeah. Okay. Dude, it's like- but now you got you, – now you're up – now you're up – at the end of the game, you're up 2016. Kansas City doesn't have the luxury at that point to kick a field goal to tie the game and send it into overtime. Right, right. Okay, that in itself, okay. Now, the overtime, as far as the coin toss goes, it is very disturbing that a professional football team does not know the overtime rules. And that, to me, is a coaching blunder. Well, not only that, but the fact that Look, Shanahan elected to receive the opening kick in overtime. That's because Warner didn't know the rule. 
knowing very damn well that if even if they score a touchdown, now Patrick Mahomes has four downs on the whole four extra four downs as opposed well, to three play. in mm-hmm. overtime. He's got an extra play the, to get the, the bottom first line down. is this. The you bottom line, I mean? like you Come said, on. chances are Patrick Mahomes is going to march down the field. But if you take the ball, and here's the thing. They had the ball third and four inside the 15-yard line, was it? And they didn't block what's-his-face. Well, first of all, they didn't block Chris Jones. Chris however, Jones, yeah. however, there you go, third and four. You have two plays to, to get, get four yards. yards. Give it to McCaffrey. Yep. Forget the pass. Again, Kyle Shanahan, you know what he does? He outcoaches himself. <laughs> That's his problem. He gets in his own way, and he believes that he knows better than everyone. And historically, that has been the case with Kyle Shanahan over and over and over again. Whether he was an offensive coordinator in Atlanta or which is what, which is which is yeah. the same issue his father had until Terrell yeah, Davis Mike, came Mike Shanahan, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he was forced to run the ball with Terrell Davis. Yeah. But Mike Shanahan used to do the same shit. You seen what he did to Robert Griffin the third? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. He basically ruined that kid's career. Yeah. RG3 could have had a great career outside of Mike Shanahan. Yeah. I so, don't understand the nine pass plays. I mean, if you're going to play action, that's one thing after you establish the run because yeah. that's what you've been doing the whole game. Um, they should have ran the ball. Look, they could have run the ball twice and got four yards. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about, as you mentioned, in the third quarter after the interception, nine consecutive pass plays. Three, three and outs. Yep. And and the reason was is because, okay, so now, like on that first one after the interception, Kansas City capitalized on pressuring that first down. And then on the next down, wait a second, one of our guys got called for holding something that Kansas City didn't get called for. Right. Okay, that started that drive. We get the ball back. Three more passes, three three and out again, and then again the third the third drive. Again, Shanahan. It's like it's like you give him a winning lottery ticket, and he freaking loses it. Yeah. Okay. He misplaces it. And to me. As a, and, and you guys all know how I feel about Aaron Boone. He's right there with him. He needs to go. Yeah, this is Brett, guys. CMC had 160 total yards, 3.6 yards of carry, and a 10-yard average on his catches. If San Francisco wins that football, CMC gets the MVP. And, well, actually, yeah. I thought it was Juwan Jennings that probably could have got the MVP. But well, you know what? That, look, that pass that Jennings threw to CMC was awesome. I loved that play. Love yeah. and he also caught a touchdown. Yes, first, uh, the, what is it, third player in history to yes. do that? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he just showed the stat that CMC had 160 yards. What if Shanahan doesn't go for nine straight passes? Right now, you're talking CMC having probably 200 yards of total Correct. from some scrimmage. Yes, and well, time also- running off the clock because every time you throw the ball and you don't make yeah. The, the pass, yeah. the clock stops. Yeah, this is Clarky. KC, three Super Bowl, zero holding penalties, and they hold all the time. 
And in the well, they were the leading. They were they led the league in holes this season. Yes, correct. How do you go from the league leader in holding penalties to no penalties in the Super Bowl? They had look last year against Cincinnati in that overtime or whatever. In the AFC, they missed a total, a total blatant holding call on that drive, and then they called a penalty down the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the NFL needs their villain. And what better villain than a dynasty? Well, not you know, it used to be New England. Now it's going to be KC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so fun story about that. My my son, I got to spend afternoon with all three of my sons today, which doesn't really happen. That's very great, often. John. Fantastic. I we had yeah. a great afternoon. Went out, had some food, and, and this is what this is what my son greets me with. Matt, what's it what's it like having the second best quarterback in the AFC? Oh, like what's that not... like? Because now you got to fit Patrick Mahomes all the time now. It's like you, oh, you, you Maddie did not go there, did he? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh said, dad, how you doing? How's your new job? How's life? No, no, it's, he it's, just it's, loves trolling you, John. He, he just loves trolling you. It's total another, trolling. I love it. it was great. Another thing that killed us, Dre Greenlaw. You learned from the best, though, John. You know that. Mm-hmm. Another thing. <laughs> Another thing that killed us was Dre Greenlaw tearing his Achilles. Yes. Running out to the field. Just getting ready to go on the field, he tears yeah. his Achilles. Yeah. He tears his Achilles. And I have a look at the turf. My opinion on Steve Wilkes. Yeah. We that didn't, my, that's we didn't lose, that, we didn't lose that game because of our defense. Mm-mm. We lost it because of our offense. Yep. Okay. So. If Kyle Shanahan is firing Steve Wilkes for actually making the 49ers defense better this year than even under D'Amico Ryan's the previous year. Or okay. the Jets head coach. So who, who fires Kyle Shanahan for totally screwing up the offensive game plan? Well, that's on John That Lynch. cost us the Super Bowl. That's I mean, we John held Lynch. Kansas City to less than 20 points Lynch. in four quarters. No, well, it's, he's not not. Going to be, it's not going to be John Lynch. It's going to have to be York because John Lynch mm-hmm. actually answers the Cal Shanahan. Yeah, right. Now, I'm hearing rumors out there that the 49ers should go get Pete Carroll or no. Bill Belichick no. uh, for their no. D.C. position. No. My, rumor, my rumor is they're waiting for Robert Sala to be fired by the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Bring you back into the fold. There you go. All right. Yeah, but that's still not going to solve our problem on Kyle Shanahan losing right. his playbook every time he gets a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl. Not just a double-digit lead. He always loses the game if they're up by 10 points. That's a double-digit lead. Yeah. Well, not 11, not 12, <laughs> not, not 13, 10. Well, that's a double-digit lead. Yeah, no, that, anything man, ten no, and above. He's saying, anything he's saying ten even and above, ten points. Because yeah. you know what? He was up twenty-five against New England. That was an outlier. Usually, it's ten. <laughs> Either way, he finds a way. Not only that, ten-point lead going to the fourth quarter. Look, isn't it? Isn't it logical that when you're ahead, you're supposed to try to run clock? Yes. Supposedly, so why are you passing the ball nine times in a row? Running the game, running ball. Hello, come on. That's what got you there. I mean, if McCaffrey's making 3.6 yards per carry, you just give him the ball. I mean, granted, there's a play. You give him the ball three, three times ball. and he gets 10.8 yards. It's the first that's 10.8 yards and three carries. Exactly. 
But doesn't doesn't Purdy have the upper opportunity to audible? I mean, if you see you see something do they give you know, him wide open? But do they give him the freedom is the question. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, do they give him the the, the Do they the, give him the freedom to Do audible? they trust him with the freedom? Well, then why would you trust Shanahan? You see what I'm saying? I don't know that I trust Shanahan. Because if if Shanahan is not allowing him to audible, that's once again Shanahan's ego saying that he knows what's best at all times. You know, and and Wilkes is a scapegoat when he doesn't need to be a scapegoat. He didn't need to be. They could have sat down. They could have sat down and discussed. I'll take Wilkes and even the coordinator any day of the week. Yeah, me too. Although. (laughs) The Browns have a DC, so I'm not worried about that. Mm. I'm just saying that the assistant head coach, the assistant coach of the year, by the way. Thank you very much. I think. I think. <laughs> well, no. As long as Shanahan is the coach, I, I can't. Elliot see. is putting him in the same category as, as Aaron, Aaron Boone. Boone. He wants them both Aaron gone. Fucking I want them gone. From the sport, period. They're a disgrace to the sport they coach and manage in. We are fans of sports are just so are, we're, we're so terrible, aren't we, John? We're, <laughs> we're awful. We're fans like, of all your sports. Your team went to the Super Bowl three times in the past. How many seasons? Right. Or twice in the past couple? Like I haven't sniffed that for a quarter of a century. Well, you know what? Uh, like maybe that's a, maybe that's Almost a good thirty thing. years, John. <laughs> But it's well, like I just see that we as sports fans, man, I was just listening because this is exactly what I say when the bills like the like the refs did something. uh, We're our own worst enemy, like no sports team. Except for the Chiefs seems to like and Brett can't say anything in the comments. He's not allowed. Um, Like we all have our beef unless our team wins it all. Like we all we we right. Like, I don't know, man. It's like everything you're saying, it's like, yep, I relate because, yep, 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 Bills, yep. Sean McDermott overcoaches all the time. He's his own worst enemy. He overthinks things. It's like we're, we all kind of have this. Well, Ken, too, right? He'll tell you about the Cowboys. Yeah. But again, with Kyle, with Kyle Shanahan, it's a track record. You know what I'm saying? He just yeah. he thinks he's the smartest person in the room and doesn't allow – and then he scapegoated uh, Wilkes in the process. You know, well, McCarthy says, "Oh my beer. Smith is awesome. Well, right. as they say, I love Geno Smith, and I'm. Happy I like the him. fact that Thank Seattle you. gave Geno his bonus after after not to say not to take him out. Um, uh, that tells me that he's gonna he's gonna be the quarterback next year with Seattle as well. Who? Uh, um, so I mean, that's a good deal for Geno Smith. As Gino they say, Smith. once is an accident. Twice is the coincidence. Three times or more is a trend. Kyle Shanahan is, is a, a trend. trend. Is a trend. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's like, what did Jerry Jones say the other day? We're going to go as far as Dak takes us. Well, that's Dak's not going to take you anywhere. That's that's as far as Kyle Shanahan can take us. Yes. Mm-hmm. You to know a what? Double-digit lead to lose it in the end. Yeah. That's I mean, they they, they, they hired what's his face from Minnesota as their defensive coordinator, Ken. Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer, what do you think about that hire? They had a chance to hire Rex Ryan. Yeah, I know. Ken, yeah. what you think? Well, first off, Rex Ryan is the uh, – how did I describe him the other day? The, the Peter Griffin. Sexy of Rex. 
Peter Griffin of football coaches. He's a defensive whiz, though. That's a great analogy, Ken. He he is a defensive whiz, though. Foot fetish aside, that's a great analogy. Foot fetish aside. He ain't head coaching material. Zimmer's been here before, and he had pretty good success, so I'm hoping he'll do it again. I think he's a better DC than he's a coach. Oh, I absolutely agree. I totally Just agree like with I that. believe Salah is a better DC than he's a coach. Yes. Okay. And unfortunately, Kyle Shanahan is not as good an OC as he is a coach either. So it doesn't matter <laughs> anyway. Yeah, maybe maybe okay. maybe the Niners need to hire Mike Vrabel as defensive coordinator. Or like, like maybe has uh, well, yeah. anyone hired Vrabel yet? Nobody. I cannot believe that. Well, like I mean with the uh, the critics from the Muppets, Bill Belichick uh. and Pete Carroll next year on TV. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, you know, what would you guys think if the Niners hired Mike Vrabel as their defensive coordinator? I would not have a problem with that. Mm. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I wouldn't even have a problem if they went out and got Rex Ryan. Oh Jesus! To be honest with you, again, to me, <laughs> Rex Ryan is old news. He's too. He's a defensive he's genius. He's dude. not coming back as a coach. He interviewed with the Cowboys. Yeah, well, you know, Rex so Ryan is obviously you know, he had the intent to come back. Rex Ryan is so okay. 2010 decade is not fun. But I just Rob don't Ron think Rex Ryan. Ryan I don't think Rex Ryan fits with Jerry Jones. I don't think anybody fits with no. Jerry Jones. To be honest with you, you nobody know, does. Has Jerry Jones died yet? Just saying, Ken. No, no. I would not have a problem with Mike Vrabel uh, as the DC. Mike Vrabel is a great coach. I would love to have Vrabel as a DC. Yeah, great coach. If the Jets are going to release or fire, basically, uh, Salah, I would not have a problem with him coming back as DC as well because they were. But I don't think he's going to get fired anytime during this season, this upcoming season. Don't you fight me? He won't. Damn cat. He won't. So the solid Sparky's thing I think is best. a long shot. But the bottom line is, oh, and then there was another thing I wanted to, I wanted to go. Yeah, Clarky, Matt Patricia is a fucking joke. No, no, here's 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 no here's no here's no. No, and not just no. Let me just emphasize: hell no. Tell us how you really feel, Wayne. <laughs> you don't want Matty Patty. No, I wouldn't allow Matt Patricia near any NFL team, as if my life depended on it. So, I'm not sure you can get a job in the UFL. Correct, or NCAA for that matter, Ken. Oh God. Oh man. What's going? What? What, John? What? What? What's going on? Come on! Nothing. No, no, I'm listening. Brain. You guys, it's good. No, it's good. This is enjoyable. I'm good. It's good. Um. I'm okay. And the up. one thing that ticked me off. Yeah. About Kyle Shanahan. Among the many. Just one. There's more. Is not one? not only not only did he scapegoat Steve Wilkes, but he laid the loss on 49er fans in general. Oh, Jesus, God. Mm. Here's the statement that he made. If I were to pinpoint a factor contributing to our Super Bowl loss, it's our fans. This whole bang, bang, Niner gang chant, where where did that even originate? I never consented to this. 
And they waltz around like we're some dynasty. Our youngest trophy is too old. Is too old to creep people out at college parties. It's like, dude, seriously, the fan base—that's who you're gonna go after. The Niners haven't won a championship since they were in Candlestick Park. The year before we won our last one. Yep. Right. The smallest violin. But the bottom line this. is, is that where the hell Scott, does this? Where no, the hell you, does this guy I'm get off? Land basting. Land basting the fan base. At least they've got championships, right, John? Thank you. Yeah, tell you know, get, get into our pants. Yeah, well, yes. we, hey, we've been we've been Brother. to what three NFC, uh, three Super Bowls and four NFC Championship games in the last mm-hmm. twelve years. So it's not like mm-hmm. we haven't competed. Right, right. We've just fallen short, mm-hmm. and a lot of that, most of it, has to do with the coaching. Well, John Harbaugh was a reason for that too. By the way, he's the new head coach of the of the L.A. Chargers. By the way, which. That, yes. that could get That's a great fit there. for Mr. Harbaugh. Maybe he can do mm-hmm. something. Maybe now Look. Justin Herbert will show his correct his abilities, correct. or be given the chance to show his yeah, abilities, I'm, unlike Brandon yeah, Staley allowed him. To. I'm just glad he's not in Michigan anymore. So I'm just going to say that right now. I'm glad he's no longer <laughs> he's in Michigan. Speaking of Brandon Don't comfy. Uh, Staley, he's one of the options for DC in uh, San Fran as well. Who? No, Ruben Staley. He's one of the options. Brandon, no, 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 no. no, no. I, I, trust me. I'm saying, let me repeat myself from a few moments ago. Not no. But hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no to the hell. Well, you mean you're talking about the former head coach of the Chargers, is that what you're saying, Wayne? Uh, dude. <laughs> Clock management, timeouts. Going going on going for it on fourth down and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's his yeah. biggest problem. And he not taking responsibility for his own decisions is was another big problem in him, too. So yeah, no Brandon Staley. If if Brandon Staley comes in, they need to fire John Lynch and Shanahan, and right. York needs to start all over. Yeah, correct. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna hire Brandon Staley, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's been it's been forty years since I've even thought about sports in general from the standpoint of maybe I should do this or do that. Hire me as the DC. <laughs> because Dude, Wayne. Wayne. Go for Wayne. Go get him, Wayne. <laughs> I'd rather have Stevie Wonder as I'd rather have Stevie Wonder as the defensive coordinator than Brandon Staley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good grief. Brandon Staley? No. No. All right. Uh, let me let me let me let me change direction here real quick. Uh, I'm going to go person to person. Ken. Yes. What are you hoping the Cowboys do in the offseason and, and heading towards the draft? I hope we don't move to San Antonio. <laughs> Man, that'd be a that'd be a heavy load moving AT&T. That State. would be a very heavy load. <laughs> I really don't know. I need they need to straighten out these uh Contracts. I mean, they got to figure out what they're going to do with the uh, with CD. Back. Now, now, Ken, Ken, let me ask you this: how How do the Cowboys get through this season with a lame duck coach? Same way we did last year. And nobody's going <laughs> to. I mean, how much respect? How much, how much respect can you give a coach that's working on an expiring contract? Because the minute he the minute he does something that the players don't like, they could totally yep. revolt against him. 
Because oh, yeah. they know he's not going to be there next year anyway. And mm. they'll get in nope. Jerry Jones' eye yeah. here. And, and the day, the day we're eliminated, he's gone. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's it's all on McCarthy now. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, hey, they it's can wind back up at, In a situation like that, they could wind back up at 8-8, eight and eight, the Tony Romo days. They could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if they do, then he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I mean, mid-season if he does it. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, if he's gone, who do we replace him with? I mean, right. it's not going to be Belichick. It's not going to be – I'd love to have Vrabel as head coach. I was going to say, Vrabel would be the obvious choice. John, what are you looking for for the Bills in the offseason? Hey, I saw an opinion out there, John. I don't know if you saw it or not. Cardinals trade the number four pick to Buffalo for Stephon Diggs, and then Buffalo gets Marvin Harrison Jr.? Well, I mean, look, I mean, I'm not going to say Steph is is over the hill because he's not, but but in Buffalo he might be. He might, yeah, he might be. And if you could pair a guy who's probably, you know, like all accounts, Marvin Harrison Jr. is like going to be all stud, really good. <laughs> yeah. So now, you pair, really but is. the last time the Bills traded up to get the fourth overall pick and picked a wide receiver, Kelvin that was Benjamin? Sammy Watkins, oh, and Sammy that didn't Watkins. really work out. He's got um, a ring with the Chiefs. But so, uh, yeah, you know I, what? I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I just don't see how Marvin Harrison can be a Sammy Watkins as, as good as he is. No, no, I, I, I hear talent. you. And Plus, he comes in on a rookie contract. You get dumped. That's you attractive get... for for cap purposes and yeah. like you, you partner partner him with Josh for the next decade. I mean, yeah, that's that's great on paper. And you then know, you give Kyler Murray going to do that? Probably but that not. But doesn't, that doesn't Probably change not. the defense, John. The defense needs a lot of work as far as I'm concerned with Buffalo. The defense, all the no, injuries, dude, no yeah. this, is, this is my thing, dude. The, the, like, Sean McDermott is, is, the, is the linebacker secondary whisperer. Yeah. He took seventh-round draft picks and made them very viable starters in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We can get good pieces later in the draft it's it's obvious like he knows what he's doing with that we found our quarterback in the in the defense like yep. we we found terrell bernard a couple of years right. ago when everyone was laughing at the pick he's gonna be healthy next year our 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 front is is decent i mean vaughn apparently he's still gonna be around because we paid him 20 trillion dollars right. um he'll be a full year after his thing so hopefully he's back to semi you know Eric, Ed, Ed Oliver had hello. a beast of the year. I'm not, you know. Yeah, hello. 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 <laughs> Whose phone, Who's phone is ringing? That's mine. That's no my phone. phone. <laughs> it's Scooter. I'm calling our, I'm calling our projected guest again. So I just, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, in the yeah, meantime, exactly. in, in the meantime that's, that's, take it off speaker. I'm done. <laughs> and that, that's what I'm done. Hard. Like, I. Arizona's not going. I mean, so no, we'll we'll get a decent wide out in later later round, first round, and then you know, I don't know. Clark, what, let me just say this: the know. Cardinals need to realize the fact that they do not have their quarterback of the future. I am. You not can't tell them that in. though, because of everything they invested into Kyler. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm not a Kyler Murray fan. I don't think well, he's am I, But you can't tell a team just like you can't tell Chicago. <laughs> Justin Fields ain't it. But right you know now, Kyler Murray's not Arizona's problem. He is not the issue. He's not yeah. the issue. True. The issue's what on is the it? other Defense? side of the ball. Yep. The, uh, the yeah. other side of the line, that's where the issue is. Mm-hmm. 
let me take this oh, yeah. quick Abe's moment to give a shout out to my sister i love you too sis yeah that's uh pancreta i love my wayne lynch <laughs> perfect Family i'm the love. baby brother so there you go john is gabe davis going oh yeah yeah they're not gonna pay him what what he's not we, we got we got Khalil shakir we, we we're good we don't he you shows know, up every other game surprised every a lot of people is with, with his performance this year he was really good who khalil shakir oh he's shakir. great Lo i love the pick i love the pick i loved him his rookie season and i thought he was great this year it's it's yep. Gabe's gone. They they don't have the money for him. Like the, the bills are like twenty trillion dollars over the cap. Like it's right. gonna be, they're gonna have to get rid of a lot of contracts and and you know play the the, the contract gymnastics in the off season. So I like what's the I, I have no idea. What do I ex, what do I hope for the off season? For them to actually put a fifty three man roster together and not have it look like Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so. they, they went all in the last couple of years with their salary cap to try and get get, get that ring, and it didn't work out for yeah. them. So they did, uh, and, and now it's not going to get easier. You know, yeah, yeah. like like Micah Hyde's gone, Jordan yep. Boyer's last season. So our secondary, mm -hmm. which was like the stable of this franchise for half a decade, now that's Demar Hamlin's not a viable cornerback. Demar either. Hamlin ain't it. You know, as as much of his story, like. You know, as much of a story it is and great, he's he's not it. He's he's a he's a he's a practice squad bench guy. <laughs> and that's not being mean, that's just what it's it just is. back to what it is. Yeah. But I, I like you know, I always like Dane Jackson. He was a seventh round pick that we got. He was a viable second, he was a viable corner, you know, and we yeah. got Rasul Douglas, who was just like heaven sent. Yeah. Trey should be back, but I don't think I, I think they might buy him out. So our, our corner room is okay. It's not, you know, but secondary is going to be a problem. I like the like the the, the safeties because Jordan's getting super slow and Mike is probably gone. So what do we do with safety? So, but I'm not worried because that's that's McDermott's thing. Is is right? The, I mean, he's, he's a genius. Yes, I agree with you. He, he's, he's the whisperer, him. right? He's going to pull he, a roster together that's going to compete next year. So right, it, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And now um, go 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 all in on offense, man. Like, why not? You tried this defense stuff and it works and whatever. Like, just go all in, man. But like, if the defense just, can't stop it, I mean, John, what's the use of doing that? Because yeah, if you're putting up forty, if you're putting up forty-five points a game, your defense can hold to thirty-six. Like, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. If yeah. you ain't got a defense, you got to get a high-powered offense. Exactly. Basically. And they've done this middle of the road. For, <laughs> anyways, whatever. All right. So Wayne and, and Elliot. Wayne, what are you ahead. hoping? What are you hoping the the changes for Frisco going into twenty twenty four? Well, for me, um, and obviously Elliot will go after I finish. But for me, first and foremost, find a, a competent defensive coordinator. We had first one. Foremost. What, we well, had we one. one, but now you have to find another. You have to find another. <laughs> so uh, I'm all in for Vrabel. As I, you know, mentioned earlier, next up, I've heard rumors that they're going to possibly get rid of Brandon IU. If that is the case, wow! Send him, send him to New York and get Robert Sala back. That that mm -hmm. that's, that's my, just my crazy opinion for that. Right. Third, you still got Purdy on his rookie contract. He can't even negotiate until the end of next year. So nine hundred thousand dollars a year. That's the rookie contract. Yeah, nine hundred yeah. grand. So 
Don't worry, Toyota's taking care of him. Yeah, yeah. Toyota's got him from, from that standpoint. But um, <laughs> the offense, you're going to get some players back on defense uh, next year. Um, so no changes should be made on the defense as far as a new scheme or anything like that. You have all these uh, compensatory picks coming up in the draft. Uh, I think, was it 11 or 13? I don't remember. 11 picks in seven. 11 picks in the seven rounds. 11 picks. Okay, so I, some, I know it was 11 or 13. So these complaining about that, too. So, you, of course, you need to build up both sides of the um, team, offense and defense. George Kittle's getting a little long in the tooth, um, so you need to find a viable tight end. Uh, to be his understudy. I think Kendall's the, the number side, two tight end in the country. I think yeah, he's number on two. On the defensive side, if it's true, the rumors for Hassan Reddick um, from Philly, get him. Get him yesterday. That would be two edge rushers on each side of the ball with, with Bosa and Reddick. That would be a great addition. Yeah, mm. and I just read a rumor today that possibly because, you know, the L.A. Chargers – or, you know, $9 billion over the cap as well. <laughs> they might let Joey Bosa go. So Bosa on either. Bosa on one end, end put his brother on the other. No Joey Bosa. That guy gets injured yeah. every other game. So, I mean, you know, I'd rather have Hassan Reddick than Joey Bosa. But, you know, um, push comes to shove. You know, find a viable option for the other end. Chase Young, I think he's gone. I think um, well. I don't know about uh, that. You got, hopefully, Dre Greenlaw will be back in time next year to uh, be able to add to the defense. Let's see, Achilles tear, usually 9 to 12 months, so maybe somewhere in the um, middle of the season um, for him. Um, to unless come you're back. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what was that? Unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. what about – yeah, I mean, I mean, Clarkie brings up a good, good thought. What about Chase Young? Do they not want to keep him? You know what? I don't think Chase Young's going anywhere because Nick Bosa's being outspoken about keeping him. Right. I mean, I mean, Chase Young has revitalized his career going to San Francisco. The man was a force to be reckoned with. He got a sack in the Super Bowl. He was putting pressure on Mahomes all game long. He's a better, Mm -hmm. he's a better defensive lineman in San Francisco than he was ever in Washington. And that's because he's playing with his old teammate, Nick Bosa. Correct. But I don't know if they're going to re-sign him or not. So, I mean, if they keep him, him, that's great. I Um, think Bosa's going to make that happen, though. I really do. I I have no issue with him staying, but if he's gone, then you got to get Hassan ready. Yep. I'll be right back. By the way, speaking of uh, Brandon Ayuk, that picture of him was hilarious. Saying oh, he's a Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I can't. I can't unsee that now. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Mike Tomlin yeah, was great. I posted that one. <laughs> oh, I shared that one. I've already I posted it. it either. He already looks like. I, I mean, I can't. I can't unsee that. I mean, he really does look <laughs> like Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Spitting image. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin uh, via Omar Epps. Right. <laughs> yeah, with the bug eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So as soon as you posted it, I was like, you know what? That, that's been burned into my image forever now. You've got the beard going. I, I, you've got I, I died laughing for a few minutes before I, re, before I share it. <laughs> you can't unsee that shit, dude. 
You really can't. What? No. He looks like Mike Tomlin. He's right. They're right. It looks like With Mike dreads. Tomlin. Yeah. With well, it's just like that fan that was in uh, in in the Baltimore game that looked like Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Did you did you guys see what I tweeted at halftime of uh, Super Bowl? The Ra- Ravens were wondering where this Chiefs team was two weeks ago. <laughs> what was the caption for that one? Instead of "I have a dream, I have a team." Yeah, I said the Ravens were wondering where the Chiefs team was two weeks ago. Right, <laughs> when they were playing so bad in Baltimore. All right, my 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 thought is this: um, as far as defense, I really like to see them bring back Chase Young because I think the combination of him and Bosa work out really well, and I think they showed that in the Super Bowl. Um. As far as Ayuk goes, look, it's going to come down to deciding between Ayuk and Debo as to who well, you're going to sign. Case, Elliot, Debo wins hands down, in my opinion. I yeah, don't know no about that. I don't mm. know about that. I really don't. I'm really I'd not too Debo sold on that. Ayuk, you know sorry. why? Because Debo is more injury prone. Than yes. Ayuk. He's okay. been more injury prone the last two or three years. Exactly. And those injuries tend to stay with you. Mm-hmm. And I can really see him becoming an injury concern down the road. Whereas Ayuk, he plays all the time. He's durable. He's fast. He might not be the two-way player that Debo Samuel is. Right. But I don't think that we live or die by Debo Samuel, to be honest with you. Because, again, like most people pointed out, when Brock Purdy had to win against Green Bay, he didn't have Debo Samuel. Who did he have? He had Brandon Ayuk. Okay. CMC. Um, as far as the defense goes, look, we get Greenlaw back. One guy that we were missing tremendously throughout this whole run was Talanoa Hufunga. When he tore his ACL, that kind of weakened our secondary. Okay. He's coming back next year. So I'm not too worried about the defensive side of the ball, especially if we already had a good defense coordinator. If we can get one that comes in and capitalizes on what they're doing, Traverius Ward, those guys, they can handle it, okay? The linebacking core is almost second to none, all right? And the line speaks for itself, especially if they go out and get, you know, one more guy. And even Randy Gregory was playing well for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think the biggest. I think the biggest thing is that – on offense, like you said, George Kittle's getting long in the tooth, but but the reason George Kittle doesn't get a lot of play is because he's in there blocking because he is the best blocking tight end. He loves to block. Yeah. He loves to okay. do Did you see the block he put on Aiden Hutchinson yes. in the game yes. against mm-hmm. the Lions? Yes. That was an IHOP block. Come yeah. on, yeah. pancakes after that. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know he got three pancakes for that one. From Jeff I Saturday. Still, I am thrown to the opinion that he is the second best tight end in the in the NFL. Behind, behind Kelsey. who? No. Kelsey. Kelsey's not a tight end. He's not Kelsey a tight end. Kelsey is a slot receiver. Because you know Kelsey what? Can't Kelsey, block can't, me. Kelsey can't block for shit. Kittle is the best receiver. <laughs> Kittle is the best tight end in the league, hands down. 
Tell Kelsey Bruce. can't block a toilet from getting stopped. Up. No. <laughs> <laughs> All you right, saw, all you right, saw what he right. did. You I saw what he did. Honestly, if the Niners can do it, I, honestly, I think the one guy that I would like to see the Niners get is Brock Bowers. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Mm. Okay. There you if, go. They can, if they could find a way to get Brock Bowers. In Georgia. Yeah, to get that tight end in the draft. So that George oh, yeah. Kittle yeah. can concentrate more on pass, on pass blocking. Okay, when you got the two tight ends in there. I think that would be huge. And then on top of that, I'm really hoping they go out and get Jerry Rice Jr. Really? Yeah. There's a there's a there's a talk out there that they're looking to draft Jerry Rice's son. Where did he play at USC? USC. USC, no? yeah. Yep. Is, so, he, is he a senior? And that would solve a problem with whoever winds up leaving. You know what I'm saying? Where there's is he a, a senior? Evo. Yeah, he's coming out this year. He'll be in the draft this year. Is he as good as his dad was, though? That's the question. No. I mean, no. that's a lot to ask. Is anyone as good as his dad? No. As he ruined him. <laughs> he'll, he'll be a good – he could be a good pro, but yeah. he was doing nothing at SC. Right. You know, I'll tell you what, he's better than Bronny James. <laughs> well. <laughs> so – just so with me, I, I think I think if we can get Brock Bowers, I love the LeBron James hit on this show. I really do. Okay, if we can get Brock Bowers, that would solve the problem of Kittle getting older, and it would allow him to. That would be a great draft Brock. pick for, Kid, for wow. if they can get him. Yep. So I mean, you know, they've got the thirty-first pick in the draft. Well, so they got we'll the pieces. They got the pieces. They could trade about two, three, four draft picks. They got eleven of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just as an aside to what Elliot said, and, and, and this is an under-the-radar keep for me, for some reason, in the pinch, whenever he was in a pinch, seems like Brock Purdy always was able to hit Juwan Jennings. I would love oh, to see Juwan him Oh, third and, third and Juwan? Third and Juwan? You mean third and Juwan? <laughs> yep, third and Juwan. <laughs> I would love to see him stay just as that security blanket uh, for, you know, especially the underneath throws. And honestly, I mean, I don't know. Is is it fair for me to say that Brock Birdie, Brock played a good game? It's not his fault we lost. No, it's not. No, okay. It's not. Because you know what, Steve Spagnola actually said he had to change his defense. Yes. Because Purdy was eating it up. It was a mid-game mm -hmm. adjustment. It, wasn't, it was a uh, mid-game adjustment. It was a mid-game adjustment. Yes. Okay. Even Cam Newton came out and said. It wasn't Brock Purdy's fault. It was a coaching right, right. problem. You know, I, I'm sorry. Anything that says that begins with Cam Newton, I just, I, I just, I put it to the side because Cam Newton just it means nothing to me at this point. Even if it's and the only one that I've got a serious issue with right now is Shannon Sharp. What did What did the mouth say? He said that why is everybody out there saying that Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that? He ain't the one. Really? Because he thinks it's the one. He says they need a different quarterback because he's not the one. Shannon Sharp needs to shut the fuck up. He does. He Language. Really does. Language. Well, we said up. that there no, might be some cuss words on this show, John. Sharp. There might I'm be off. some cuss words because that's how the people in the real world talk. <laughs> Mr. Old, I am not of this world. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, everybody seems to be in unison that Brock Purdy is going to be the future of the 49ers. Mm-hmm. He is. He already is, as far as I'm concerned. I, I, agree I mean, he's got it locked yeah. in. He'll be he's in the 40, he'll be in the forty million dollar a year talk year after next. Well, he's in what year three of his contract? Year three. Okay. Believe so, yeah. So they after next year, he's going to be looking at, at, at a fifth-year option. Years over. You're looking at a fifth-year yep. option after next season, and then maybe maybe they'll go ahead and give him a big contract, provided yep. he performs as well in year four as he did in the previous three years. So that's something to look at it with. with One thing I well. see about Brock, Brock Purdy, honestly, is that he's very cerebral. Okay. He, he has a mind Uncle. for the game. He has a calm. He doesn't look like he's under any pressure whatsoever when he's out on that field. Even when he is on pre- in pressure. Even when he is under pressure. Someone compared him to uh, Drew Brew. Drew Brew. Drew Excuse me. Drew Brew. First day with your mouth there, Merlin. What's going on? Hey, I just bought, hey, I just bought these lips at Costco. <laughs> First day with your new lips, and the instruction <laughs> packet didn't come with it. Right? There you go. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, look, the future is right. Tim Lynch in the house there, Wayne. And honestly, we're we're odds odds on favorites to win it next year ahead of Kansas City. Yep. We know know how all that works sometimes, but there ain't no reason we can't get back unless something happens to derail us. You mean like like Kyle Shanahan? Like Kyle Shanahan shooting himself in the fucking foot? Like Like Kyle Shanahan with double-digit leads. There you go. Because you noticed, hey, did you notice that the games we won in the playoffs, we were behind? Yes. Mm -hmm. And the one that we got ahead, we lost? Yes. That's Kyle Shanahan. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yep. See, third and four inside the red zone, instead of running it two times with McCaffrey, who's averaging 3.6 yards. And what happens when you run the ball two times? That clock keeps moving and moving and moving. Keeps moving. And Mahomes doesn't have it as much time to take. Okay, everybody's gonna say thirteen seconds. That's old, ancient history. That's an anomaly. You know what? Don't be smacking John across the face with that. Come on. No, no, it's not. It's not a shot at John. It's 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 it's, it's, it's the fact that every time you talk to somebody about about the Kansas City Chiefs not being able to come back, oh, 13 seconds. That's the first thing everybody throws out there. Well, you know what? They should have lost against Buffalo. Yes. And they should have lost against the 49ers. Correct. Because they totally boat raced the freaking Ravens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. The yeah, 49ers the Ravens won every the 49ers beat them in every statistical category mm-hmm. during that whole game. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, nine passes in a row after they intercept Mahomes. I, I'm it boggles my mind. It completely oh, and during that Mahomes drive, they had a they had a penalty that wasn't called, a holding penalty, on third and six. It wasn't called. That would have changed the whole trajectory of the game. Mm-hmm. And I understand that we had an ineligible man downfield in the first quarter. Well, they had okay. an ineligible man downfield. With the, game, the with the game on the freaking line, you got to make that call. When you got the stakes that are – with the high stakes that are in that moment, you can't let that call go by and then expect no one to think that there's not a conspiracy going on in the NFL. Yeah, well, 
You cannot dissuade people from thinking that there there are the league is rigged. There are officials that swallow their whistle in overtime. Yes, I don't think there's any Bill Vinovich, that that son of a Vinovich. Yes. That dude does not need to be in another Super Bowl for Kansas City because he totally gives them everything. Yeah. You know what I'm he saying? Kansas City underoos on when I'm doing this uniform. So, you know, it is, it is what it is. Do, um, do you hear when they, when they live mic him and he says, you're giving, the, you're giving Mahomes that much time left? <laughs> you just shook his head. Yeah, should we give him the ball? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, on a hot mic, the referee's saying, do we really want to give Mahomes the ball? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this this, this show with this. Um, as we exit the 2023 NFL season and we move into NBA, NHL, MLB, because pitchers and catchers are reported, um, and that will be our focus moving forward. Uh, on this, oh, no, show. no, 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 we'll still be talking about uh, combines and drafts combine and, and draft. And yes, we'll still bring that all that up. Yes, and and trade rumors and all right. that. Right. Yeah, NFL doesn't take a season. Because draft season is John's <laughs> favorite time of the year. Gives me right, an John? excuse to watch draft day. The huh? new season starts after the draft. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, I got a question for Florida, man. I wanted what? to just. Uh, Shout out! Uh, we uh, we kind of lost a member of the sports nerds community. He yeah. wasn't around a ton, but he, he used to come uh, a lot. I've I'd known this guy for you know fifteen years plus right. in the CPP world. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I talked to Sharon, his 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 uh, significant other, and uh, he passed away last Thursday or Friday. They're not exactly sure when, but um, massive yeah, heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, it was a heart attack. Um, so Eric Burgoyne, man, um, you know, gonna miss him because he was he was a good dude, man. His listen, his choice of hockey teams left a lot to be desired because he was Flames. He was a Flames fan, so we yes. won't hold that against him, man. But uh, a really since good Atlanta? dude. Yeah, since Atlanta, yeah, okay. since Atlanta, he was he was actually a Flames fan in Atlanta. So, uh, you know, just a, a good dude, a, a guy that, you know, really believed in everything we were building at CTP and kind of came with us over to the blockchain and started yes. really doing a lot of stuff on chain. So, uh, uh, you know, selfless guy because Sharon was actually in the hospital and has been in the hospital dealing with her own stuff. And he would go to the hospital every day, taking stuff to her, taking care of her. So, uh, yeah, uh, keeping Sharon in, our, in in my prayers for sure. So, well, not uh, only that, but John, we always thought Sharon was more worse off than he was health-wise. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. for it this to happen, to for this to happen was a shock to the blockchain I was, community. I was blown um, away. No, no. And it was to me. Um, I'm, I'm thinking to Sharon. Um, I know she's in a um, facility somewhere in, in, in Alberta. Mm-hmm. In Lethbridge, yeah. In Lethbridge. Um, yeah. And, I, I, you know, my thoughts are with her because, I mean, if you have to, if you know the situation, you know that she's in a tough place right now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And um, because, because Eric was her, I mean, he was in charge of all the money and financial issues with her. And with him being gone, she has no access to any funds, anything that, that was left behind. Yeah. Uh, at least not right at this moment 
Um, so, um, well, he's yeah, he's he's got a whole lawyer. bunch. Of, she needs an estate attorney. Well, she's she's got she's gonna have access to all of his hive stuff because he he has quite a bit of hive stacked up over the years. So, and I know Eric took care of the keys for it. So, I I was gonna give her a couple of days, and then I would reach out back to her and just okay. say, hey, like I can walk you through this to get it cashed out for you. you <laughs> Plus, yeah. I think she should seek an estate attorney because they have the ability to unlock stuff and, and get into stuff. Well, yeah, blockchain stuff, you can't. Whatever else he had out there. Whatever else he had out there. Before. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I just I just know what he has in Hive because it's all transparent. Right. But he, I can get her access to that um, because I know that he saved all his account keys and stuff. So that'll yeah. be a, you know, a little... A little blessing there for her once mm -hmm. it gets all powered down. So good, good. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts are with Sharon. Um, this is so sad, Eric. You know, Eric and I had a lot of differences, John, but he was overall he was a great guy. He really was He's a good dude, man. Really yeah, he was a good dude, dude. Yeah. and I'm gonna miss him. Um, and it's you know it's it's rough, but uh, time has no. I mean, everybody's. I mean, time is always a winner. You know what I'm saying? Uh, time we, always wins. we all live on borrowed time correct uh, and so is... shout out to sharon um and... can, I give, can i give a shout out too yeah go ahead ken uh i lost a good friend of mine for the last 40 years uh donnie jones this week uh died of throat cancer and uh he will uh his um service will be next sunday at two o'clock so uh don't anticipate it going more than an hour and a half so i should be good to go but uh yeah. he was a real good friend and um i'm gonna miss him and yeah, totally I'm, out of I'm, character I'm, for yeah. the sports nerd show john would you lead us on a prayer for the defense? well let me let me go before you do that john let me just say uh, i made a post uh earlier this week about about eating prayers uh, my stepfather went into the hospital with a bad valve in his heart uh, blockage in his carotid artery um, and uh, he has had surgery to correct the blockage um, they're going to go in probably in a couple of minutes couple of months to correct the bad valve he's 75 years old um, and I just need your thoughts and prayers on that you got him he's home after his after they they the they balloon was inserted into his carotid to clear that um but uh he still has to go through this surgery with his with his valve they gotta replace the valve mm -hmm. his heart is right and, his right his right and, now. and not to um, alarm alarm anybody but i i have to go see my cardiologist um pretty really really soon because i've been having well i have i have the same one for the last nine years um i've been He's having some chest discomfort and, and some things of that nature so my doctor is recommending that I go to make sure that the stents that I have already in my arteries mm -hmm. aren't blocked up and right. stuff like right. that. So, yeah. you know. Age is out. a bitch and a half, guys. We're all relatively oh, old men except for John because John's still a kid. But that's okay. John's the whippersnapper. Of yes, John is the whippersnapper. Dude, I, I ain't that young, man. I know. I ain't that young. But, uh, who I work with, these 20-something-year-old kids, man, I feel like a ancient one like your grandfather oh my god i need a weather forecast in florida man rain uh, it's raining rain. Right. Rain right now rain that's the daytona gonna get washed out tomorrow too 
Daytona. Dude, I just came from water. Arizona where it was nice and sunny. Yeah. And now we are currently can uh, in Lakeland, Florida is 56 degrees and we're going to have rain. But the outlook for tomorrow in Daytona is positive. Uh, this race is going to be at four o'clock in the afternoon. They got to run the Xfinity race earlier that day as well. Um, but they're going to be a sponsor at this one tomorrow. So, and this is the race one. of the year that I watch is Daytona 500 because it's tradition. I'm just saying. So, that's what's going on in, in Florida right now. We got a lot of wet weather going on, but uh, tomorrow promises to be dry. Uh, and they're going to get they're going to get they're going to get the 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 250 and the 400 and the 500 off and running so we'll see what happens is it going to be on fox or fs1 i don't know i haven't looked at that yet i would imagine the 500 will be on fox because it's the main thing so gentlemen it was a great show are we going to have um, that prayer real quick or? yeah go ahead john oh i'm praying are we oh yes. really wow yes. really i yes. suggested it come on man wow a prayer for the wow. defunct Yes. For those who are still okay. here. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for, uh, first of all, this blessing of being able to spend uh, the time with, with uh, all the guys here on the panel. I'm grateful for each and every one of them, uh, especially the friendship we've, we've, we've shared over the years. And we know, Lord, that uh, there's, uh, a, you know, this, this, uh, the enemy is, is death, and, and this is not what you had intended for us. And we, we deal with this, and our, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Sharon as well as uh, the Jones family for, for, uh, for Ken and, and, and Elliot that he's going through. And, and thank you, Lord, for protecting uh, Scott's family as well. And, and, and we'll pray for, for, for healing and, and just getting back to, to health uh, for for his family and uh, thank you Lord again for this opportunity and, and putting it on Elliot's heart for us to pray to end the show so uh, we ask this all in Jesus name Amen Amen Amen, Amen. Thanks, Amen. Yeah man for Gracias, sure Juan. dude that was I can't believe that was that see people miracles man I'm telling you we we, just, we need a chap one on here yeah, and one on you. And well, I, like I'm I said, saying, not a character, but let's I'm do just it. like that's uh, still waiting on my propaganda, Mr. Olson. I well, here I got it right here, man. I got this is it's right here. I got health and wellness. I got it right here. I got I got some steps to Christ right here. I got yeah. dude. I got it. It's just me stop being lazy and getting to the post office. I got procrastination is the work of the devil. I yeah, know it all is, too well. It is, <laughs> it is, dude. It is. It is. Um, um, all right, gentlemen. Great show. I want to thank all of our all, all of our visitors tonight. We had a we had a decent audience for a change. It was not bad, and great interaction with that audience. Um, we'll be back again next Sunday night at seven thirty p.m. Uh, I'm hoping for an additional member, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. It depends on if we can get a hold of them or not. Um, but uh, on behalf of my co-host, Mr. Ken Coslow, Mr. Big E DeBarbara Elliott Lamba, Mr. John G. Olson, and of course our West Coast affiliate, Mr. Wayne Lynch, we thank you for seeing us tonight. We'll be back again next week. And on that note, Elliot, please play the outro. <clears throat> and there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Sports Nerd Show in the books, and it's on to the next. Thanks each and every one of you for joining us. We do sincerely hope 
You will come back next week as we roll out another episode of the Sunday Night Sports Nerd Show. But until then, on behalf of the sports nerd Scott Wright and his co-host John Olson, Ken Coslo, and me, Big E, we'd like to wish you all a great night and an excellent week that's filled with all the sports content any sports fan could possibly ask for. That's right, boys and girls. You've just been hit with a pack rant from the Rant Pack. And with that, Sports Nerd Nation, we are out.